looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. <gasps> when I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. 
and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Belongs to me. 
Hey, welcome back, fuckers. Uh, just sitting here cleaning some guns. You know. You know, just in case. You never know what's going to happen. Never know. You know, it is It is. Mm-hmm. It is time. Time's come, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is kind of corny. But mm-hmm. how do you give it back? Well, I'm going to give it back one piece of lead at a time. That's my plan. I, I don't know about the rest of you all. Mm. I, I'm going to give it back one piece of lead at a time. Why not? Time's come. You think? I, I, I'm pretty sure we're right there. Okay. Almost positive we are right there. If you say so. I mean, it's it's right around the corner. I know. Because I don't think it's going to be what everybody thinks it's going to be. No? No. Okay. Another way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you already do that? Mm-hmm. You did. I did. You're a dork. I know I am. All right. Now we're going to have to just wait. Just put that down. Fix it. Yeah. We'll fix it later. Okay. There you go. We'll put that over here for right now. Yeah. We'll do that. Oh. Hey, fuckers. Welcome back to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick. And with me, of course, my much better beloved, better half. V Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So uh, we're back to being by ourselves again yep. as Liana's returned home. Yeah. Um, I understand she's having internet issues. So. Is she? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Comcast. Hmm. Do I have to say anything more? Comicast. Yeah. They fuck it every, every time. So we're unknown whether or not she's going to be on the air tomorrow morning. Hopefully she will be. And uh, we'll all be able to enjoy it. Either way, um, we did have a fantastic weekend. It's over. It sucks. It was very amazing. Um, but we did have a wonderful weekend. And I had to clean um, today. Which. Hmm. Par for the course. Yeah. It's a Monday. It is. You know. I did get, I was quite productive today though. Yeah. I have to say. And you didn't want to be. No, I really, you really didn't wanted want to, to sleep. Be. Dude, I, I was fuck, I was dragging ass this morning. Like five and a half hours of sleep was not, not my friend, no. not after that weekend. No. And it was um, pretty epic. I really wanted to go take a nap and I couldn't because I had shit to do. So, you know, yeah. I did get like, uh, I'm back on the sub stacks. I got like, I got a shit ton of sub stacks. I got like six sub stacks out today. Good. Um, so I'm, I'm pushing those out and, uh, you know, chugging along, ran some errands and went to my parents to bring shit to them. And they ended up bringing me more shit home. They ended up giving me more shit to bring home than what I brought to them. I'm trying to get rid of this stuff. And apparently so are they. Well, so. you just have to stop opening the back of your car. Yeah. Well, I opened it to take the stuff out. And the next thing I knew there was stuff in. Well, you should just start filling it back up with stuff. Like you should have it like looking like it's full. Yeah. Like pull down like a sheet that makes it look like it's full. I tried that yesterday and he was like, oh no, we can totally fit more stuff in the back there. Even with six people in your car. You remember that? No. Anyway. So. Anywho. Yeah. Back. But so we're back. Back to the grind. Fun times. Back to back to life. Normalcy. Mm-hmm. Is, everything else has gone absolutely uh, sideways. At pear shapes. Now that the play is over and um, they choked in the sectionals for rifle. Um, everything else is over. They, yeah. Like I don't have to run out after the show and go pick the kid up at like fucking 10 o'clock at night anymore. Yeah. Pick him up from school at 3.30 and bring his ass home. Get him to do some shit around the house. There you us. go. There you go. Time to go to work, kid. Time to earn your keep. Damn Skippy. Yep. He's got to pay for a trip to Texas. Damn right he does. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. You want to go, bud. Mm -hmm. 
there's a budget here. Oh yeah, exactly. Although we are killing two birds with one stone and getting a cow at the same time because yeah. we were almost out of meat. So we need another cow. And speaking of, this is scary. Um, so I, in running around and catching up, playing catch up today, I also caught up on some, some podcasts. Cause I really, you know, we all kind of took a vacation and didn't do shit except drink and smoke weed, smoke weed and trip and laugh a lot. Holy shit. We laugh so much. I, I felt like I did thousands of setups yes, over the weekend. Yes. Um, but, uh, so I, will, I, I listened to some podcasts. Today. I actually woke up this morning yeah. and like right here in the side of my fucking gut, yeah. like I woke up Your and sides I are hurting. got up out of bed. And when I went to stand up, it like seized up and like cramped up on me. I was like, Holy shit. I was like, nice. fuck, maybe I did a little bit of laughing. This yeah. Weekend Cause yeah, we, we were, we were seriously cracking up, but, um, yeah, so I caught up on some podcasts and, you know, I, my, my top three are always Mike Adams, SGT Report, and uh, Sarah Westall. And so I started with Mike Adams. You know, Mike Adams told me, the APA has finally done dioxin testing in Ohio. Oh, they did. And they did. And what'd they find? Oh, they found dioxins in Ohio. Go figure. Hey, well, well, wait a minute. Hold, oh, wait, on. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. I got to go back to a Carlin joke on this one. So stand by. Play with me here on this one. So wait a minute. You mean to tell me that there was a train ax, a train derailment there in Palestine, mm -hmm. Ohio, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you mean to tell me that like the train flipped and a whole bunch of cars caught on fire and it was really bad, right? Well, they set them on fire, but yeah, okay. Well, they eventually set the rest of it on fire. But I mean, initially it was just a couple cars that were on fire. I mean, just, just some time. I saw, some, I saw the some, videos. Some, I saw the firefighters yeah. fighting the videos. All right. Fighting the fire in the videos. So that wasn't the, the big fire. That was a smaller fire. And they were worried about that exploding. And so they lit it all ablaze. And you mean the EPA came in for almost five weeks later now? Mm -hmm. And did dioxin testing mm -hmm. in Palestine, Ohio. Mm -hmm. And you mean to tell me that they found dioxins in the soil. Mm -hmm. So where's the fucking joke? Um, the joke is that the government sent all of these people back to their homes. And within a couple of days of their uncontrolled burn. And all of these people... I mean, I, they're honestly, they're probably going to start dying soon, but at the same time, or they're going to get cancer or they're going to be, their babies are going to be born with birth defects, missing limbs and uh, things like that. But hold on, hold well, on, hold where's on. Where's the surprise on. here? Well, um, I, I thought it was blatantly obvious. It was blatantly obvious, but tying this back to getting a cow, why are we going to Texas? Because there's nowhere to near get Ohio. A cow? Because there's nowhere near Ohio. Because remember which way that plume went. It went all over Pennsylvania. Northeast. The Amish. All that organic farming. Fuck, done. All those apple orchards up in New York. Done. Done. All the way up into Canada. Fucking, yep. I'm sorry. Maine, New Hampshire. Yeah. Vermont. New yeah. York. Grow your own food, people. Grow your own food. This is just a uh, fucking holy shit. I, I, I don't get the surprise. There's, if, there's... But hold on. The, if the EPA is just and and here's the here's the the, the wonderful EPA. They're so they're you know they're so on top of it on top of it and competent and and great at their jobs. I can't believe I kept a straight face through that. Um, just stop. They came. Joe out. Biden's administration impossible. I, that you, I know. You I, I know. All those words together. I know. I know. It's impossible. I know. Like I said, I, I'm amazed. I kept a straight face. Um, but they said, but but it's okay because 
it's not that much dioxins. And and we recently changed the amount of dioxins that we consider harmful to humans, you know, like any dioxins and said, no, 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 no. These, this, you know, hundred parts per million of dioxins that we found in the soil. That's, that's okay. There's nothing to see here. It, it'll be okay. They took a whole bunch of soil samples and they disclosed the results that the two lowest results. Well, of course, of course, you, you never, you never disclose anything else. You know what happens when you have dioxins in the soil? They shut down the entire fucking town. They, they kill you. They evacuate it. I mean, they they scrub it. It's a wasteland. It's a ghost town. It's done. They relocate you to a 15-minute city. You're done. Anywho. Well, any that's more, my happy news. Any more doom and gloom for us, Madame? Oh, of course. Well, you, might, you might as well keep going. You've got I mean, us got, all got, thoroughly enthralled. Well, I got plenty of that. Come on, they don't call me the mother of the apocalypse for nothing. Well, give us some more MTOA, MOTA. Okay. Well, um, let's see. Uh, UBS is buying uh, Credit Suisse. Yeah. Supposed to be for a billion dollars. Now it's three and a half billion dollars. Still not enough. There's 200 little banks right on the tail, ready to fall. Yeah, I know. 200 of them. Oh, not little ones either. No, no, not no, little. No, no. I, I say little, no, but no. I, I was being Morgan Stanley Dean Witter is one of them. Yeah. Morgan Stanley Dean Witter took a 75% loss on Friday at the end of the bell. So if you're looking for um, if you have any money with Morgan Stanley, Dean Witter, um, it might be a good idea that you get that shit out of there. Don't believe mm -hmm. Joe. Joe's not going to make that shit work. So the food supply is dwindling. Pretty much destroyed. Our financial because system is you know, on its way out. You know they're not going to identify things that came out of Ohio as contaminated. They're just going to fucking stick a label on it and, and Send it continue out. to you know sell it. So um, I, personally, I would not trust any produce out of the grocery stores. Um, yeah. They're trying to kill us. Yeah, pretty much. Joe's not done. The financial system is is tanking. Um, I mean, that's been coming for a while, but it seems to be accelerating now. And, um, you know, people are dropping dead of the jab right, left, and center. We're stroking out on live TV, all, all kinds of fun stuff. Holy shit. Yep. Oh, did you hear their excuse for that one this morning? Huh? Oh, oh, oh she oh, she's she she had um she had Komodo Dragon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. But never, how do you get? How do you get com, uh, com Komodo dragon without being hit. hit? Yeah. Oh, I had Komodo dragon syndrome. She was on the news this morning. Komodo corditis. Anyway. Like what they said, Demar Hamlin had. Yes. So anyway, and hold on. She never got hit. Let me see if I can, um, because we were a little late with the clips. So you keep chatting, babe. I. Why don't okay, we fine. start where I was? That was perfect. Okay, well, hold on, because I wasn't quite. All right. Um. I know. Well. Why don't we just start where I was? Okay, fine. It's, get your hand out Because the there's still more of her that I think. Well, that's there. fine. I, okay, Great. Fine. This... We'll do. And you can do more shifting around after that. Okay. Um, we have a lot of clips. We have like five, six days worth of clips. So there's a shit ton to go over. <coughs> I'm just moving it so you can work okay. on it then. 
All right. Leo Slayer asked an excellent question. What's what that? state grows the best tacos? That's a great question. Um, it depends. If you, if you want um, carne asada or some... Uh, no, I'm sure this is a joke. Pork, pork chicken, I'm, I'm beef, almost positive this or, is or a joke. Or fish. This is a joke. I'm mm -hmm. sure he's going to come out and slam okay. us with something funny. I'm, I'm guessing fish tacos. Is it nine Juan Juan? Is it a taco emergency? I can say that. I'm part Mexican. True story. I hate the fact that she's wearing green too. Oh my god! And it's like you're you're freaking three days late. Yeah, no shit. I know. You can't keep discriminating against some people in the briefing room because you don't like them. You don't like them. So you have a choice. No, you, you, you have a choice. You have a choice. Okay. And I'm saying that that's not right. This is not China. This is not Russia. This is the United ah! States. This is the White House. It's been seven months. I think you're going to rush with the security pal. It's been seven months. You have grievances. You should bring them to her later. I have done that. All my emails have been ignored. The press corps is tired of dealing with this. I understand that you get questions all the time and you don't understand what it is to sit here for eight months and be discriminated against. I understand that you're in the front row and you feel comfortable and you get questions all the time. There are people. The bad, who don't get any questions. Don't make assumptions about what the rest of us do. Mind your manners when you're in here. If you have a problem, you bring it up afterwards. But you are impinging on everybody in here who's only trying to do their job. Okay, Sorry. thank you. I'm saying that you shouldn't discriminate against some people because you don't agree with their question. You're offended by your question. We all heard it. Wow, it sounds like reporters are a little pissed off in there. Well, a little it bit. It sounds like it's getting a little hairy in the old Washington press corps. A little bit that um that Ooh, that uh, hot. one reporter got basically got pissy because um she hasn't taken a question from him in seven months, and he was like, "This is uh, like this is like a violation of the First Amendment." I mean, it's it's kind of not, but it should be. You're I know, right. but I, mean, I, I don't disagree was, with that. He uh, was like, "What? What the fuck?" <laughs> Wow, it sounds like it's it's heating up over there in old Washington. Yeah. Old Washington, they're getting a little hot and heavy around the collar. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're starting to get pissy. It's pretty funny. Is there more of this? Um, I'm, there's more of the press conference. Is the president worried or is the White House worried about the politics of this in terms of banks getting bailouts and average Americans sort of say not? So look, I, the, the president made a commitment to make sure, uh, and you heard you heard also um, Secretary Yellen speak to this last week, and making sure that they're not put on the hook for this, right? Making sure that uh, we make that the investors, as I just mentioned, the managers uh, are you know are are held accountable, and so the president has made decisive force and forceful actions to strengthen again the public confidence in our banking system. No taxpayers' uh, money is being used or put at risk, uh, and with these actions that have have been taken over the last 10 days or so and our banking system remains sound that is something 
something that you heard from Secretary Yellen directly herself uh, just last week. And this is all done because of the president's direction that he asked uh, the, the regulators to take a look at, that he asked the Treasury uh, Department to take a look at and make sure that we make these decisive actions. Again, we just saw this some decisive action this weekend. And so we want to make sure, and we're doing this to make sure that the Americans are confident, American people are confident in the work that this administration is trying to do uh, to make sure that uh, uh, that we meet the demands of resources for depositors are met. What? Not only what, wait a minute, she said no taxpayer money was going to be used. Yeah, no, and then she immediately followed it up by saying, well, we're not going to put any at risk. Mm hmm. Well, wait a minute. Not putting any at risk and not using anything are two different stories altogether. Well, I'm period. sure I'm sure they're going to invest it in ESG funds because, um, you know, Biden vetoed that bill. It was his first veto. He vetoed the ESG fund bill that that would uh, out would make it illegal for the government to invest um, retirement pensions directly into ESG for, you know, virtue signaling sake because they've they've done so well this is you know he he wouldn't want to risk the the old people's investment no of course not why why would you of why, course how how why would you do i mean that? you got you got to put him you got to put him in esg why would you do that that just I mean, that's just going to make you the most money it's going to give you the most back you know you you've got all the uh your your woke companies um SVB, right? That that did well. Silicon Valley Bank, right? Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. That that, that didn't do well. Didn't it? Um, I, I don't uh, know. What, what about what about the shovel ready jobs from Obama? Those those did well, right? All those green energy things. Wait, where where are those? Oh no, those oh, those, those, those failed, those failed too. too. Sorry, um, my bad. Um, wait, let's see. Do we have more? Uh, let me, Is I'm there trying, more? I'm trying to think of some ESG stuff. Things that's, that's actually that worked. Succeeded. I, all I want is something that actually worked. Um, do you have anything that actually worked that actually provided for the American people in some I mean, way, shape or do form? I look like Karine Jean-Pierre here? Yeah. Do I have to answer that question? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Do I have to answer that question? No, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, no. So if I don't need to answer that question, then whew, Ooh, you're lucky. A little scary, a little scary. Okay. Uh, a little worried. A little All right. Worried. Just asking for a friend. Yeah. Move, I, I, move those back over there. Not those, not those, those over to the screen. All right, whatever. I'm trying to help here. I know. I, I appreciate it. Easier. I gotcha. And you can close out the downloader program because it's done. Well, okay. Well, it'll have to be after this. That's fine. Either way. Uh, more, of the, more of that wonderful press conference. Here we world. go. It's amazing. Salad. She used to reproduce mm -hmm. things. Uh, he just last week, he declared the the entire U.S. Arctic Ocean off limits to new oil and gas uh, leasing. Really? Look at that. It's completely off limits to new oil and gas leasing. So wait a minute. Where's his bet on petroleum? I thought he said petroleum was really important right now. Um, But he's also said he was going to shut it all down, so. Uh, I guess we're back to that. Oh, okay. So now this week it is all about being back to that. Yes. Good. Yes. Good to, yes. Know. Good to know. Cause you know, he vetoed the, the ESG bill, but oh, I, I, I don't understand. I am confused. You got to concentrate on the green energy projects. Can't be leasing new oil and gas things. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess uh -huh. you're right there, but you got to be able to make it. You can't make it. If you, right. if you don't, you can't make, if you don't have you petroleum, can't, you, can't you, can't make, make, you can't make batteries for cars without using like a, a thousand 
gallons of diesel an hour to run the big machines that dig no. the lithium out of the ground? No, no, no. You can't make the plastic that holds the battery, the cell itself, mm. contained because that takes petroleum to make that mm. that plastic. Okay. And it takes petroleum to mine all of the shit that goes into a battery. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You need a lot of petroleum for that because those big fucking huge dump trucks, there's like yeah. six of them in the world. Yeah. Yeah. They burn about uh, 1,000 th gallons an hour. That's yeah. what I just said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, you got that going for you too there on the ESG I mean, front. Mm. I, I don't really understand the point of this ESG thing. I think they're trying to throw up a smokescreen and it's not working. I think they were hoping to keep this Trump thing hidden a little bit longer. See, I disagree. I kind of think that the whole Trump thing is to distract from the fact that they're uncovering, you know, millions of dollars being sent to the Biden family from the CCP. No, I don't think that's to cover that up at all. I think there's no nothing new there. Okay. That's all things we kind of knew. Mm, but now we just we have proof. Knew that, exactly. Now we just have proof. Now the proof is coming out. Well, we'll get to that in just a second. Go ahead and 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 keep with this. And I think I put another one on fuck around and find out. Because I really want to know who wrote the new narrative. Because that's the name of tonight's show. And mm -hmm. I might show you tonight that there might be a whole lot of Republicans writing this new narrative. I mean, which is kind of scary. Yeah. I'm just saying. Versus sent President the COVID origins bill. Uh, does he intend to sign that? Uh, I spoke to this uh, last week. We're reviewing. We're certainly reviewing it. Just don't have anything to share on uh, the president signing the bill at this time. That would be, um, no, the president has no intention of signing the COVID origins bill. Really? Hmm. That's because it's been. That's because his son was involved. Kind of tired of it. I am tired of it. I, I'm completely done with the BS. I'm, I'm kaput. I, I don't need any more of this. This is, uh, we're all done. I think everybody, I think if I took a fucking poll right now of the fucking 33,000 people that are listening to us, 95% would say that they're tired of the fucking bullshit. None of you want it. None of us want to deal with it. None of us fucking, it, it, it's no longer. There you go. I, I got to say, it's no longer a, you know, a big surprise. Anytime they come out with something new, like for instance, all this shit that's going on with the money bailouts for the banks, they keep saying that we're not going to pay for it. They're wrong. You are paying for it. They keep telling liberal fucking weirdos all the time that, oh yeah, don't worry about it. Just repeat the narrative to the Americans. You're not paying for it. Bullshit. There's only one debtor here in this country. And that's the American government. But who always bails the American government out? We do. We do. Why? I, I think now it's time that we take the American government back. I, I think it's time we're, we're done seeing the quote unquote adults in the room. Um, let's let the real adults take the fucking chairs of power back because I, I don't believe any of this shit. And I don't believe Donald Trump is going to be the solution to this problem either. But I'll get to that in a minute because this narrative thing is very interesting I heard two competing ones today. And we're going to show you proof of both sides. We are? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
So I have a feeling, but Biden isn't bailing out the bank with our money. He's bailing who? No, no, Leo, he's not. He can't use the FDIC for that. The FDIC is for you and me. The FDIC is not for a corporation or a company. Now, the there is a federal deposit insurance cap that we have talked about on this show last week, and they are using that stream of money that they just all of a sudden blew up with all this other cash. It's really crazy. Like they just pumped all this weird cash into that bill or into that fund. And they are using that fund to bail out fucking whatever SVB. Mm -hmm. Now that is happening without our consent. We didn't vote on it. I sure as hell didn't see Congress approve any purse strings for this one. Nor have I seen anybody else pump any money in there that was considered legal. So the legality of this is questionable from the get-go. But either way, at the end of the day, anything the federal government owns is the American people's. It's not the federal government's. That's not how they feel about it. I, I realize that that is why we used to start off our shows way back in the day. There comes a time when the tree of Liberty must be replenished with the blood of tyrants and patriots. I think we've come full circle. I think we're there because I don't think that the people that sit in Washington today on both sides of the aisle, I'm not talking liberal. I'm not talking Republican. I'm talking all of them. They're all fucking corrupt. They are all corrupt. The only way we take, the only way we do anything to, to change our current system, to make it better for our fellow man is to go in there and clean house. I, I think we are past the point at in, in some instances. I don't think I, I don't know what could be saved if we could save it. Honestly, I think there are so many plans in place that even if we try to rise up because their biggest fear is the American people rising up against them. That is the biggest fear of Congress. That is the biggest fear. Why do you think January 6th scares them so much? Because they saw that day how quickly we mobilized 6.7 million Americans. It's the reason they will not repeat the number to you. It is 100% the reason they will not repeat the number to you. They will not tell you that 6.7 million Americans were on the fucking ground that day. They won't tell you that. But what they will tell you is that, oh, this is the greatest assault on our democracy. Well, yes, it was. It was an assault on her, but it was only to show that it was a show of force. It was like an F-15 doing a low flyover, letting you know, look, motherfucker, keep fucking around. You're going to find out. That's exactly exactly what January 6th was. Hmm. I, I I tell you, it's it's done. It's where do we go from here? Because. If we're really waiting on this arrest, if you're waiting on this arrest, folks, they're not going to arrest him. 
And if they do arrest him, then we know that this well, we'll has see. all been planned. Because they seem to be preparing. But go ahead and, and start down the Trump arrest folder. That's where we're at right now. It seems like it's all planned. Mm. I mean, Q told us it would happen. So, yeah. Almost to the day, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Our next actions. Thanks, Kareem. Um, and I'll join Zeke in what he said earlier. Um, what does the White House make of former President Trump calling on supporters to protest his potential indictment? So, as you know, it's an ongoing investigation. We do not comment on any ongoing uh, uh, investigations from here. We've been very consistent on that. Uh, so certainly I'm not going to uh, break that uh, uh, kind of break our, our protocol here. So I won't I won't I'm comment from here. Potential indictment itself. I'm asking about the former president calling on supporters to protest. So the that, possibility. That understood. Understood. Wanted to say that at the top. Uh, so look, the president has been very clear when it comes to Americans who want to to protest. Uh, they should do it peacefully. Uh, and that is something that is incredibly important that the president has always uh, continued to say. But I don't want to get into, um, you know, hypotheticals for me. Uh, and so I'll just leave it there. There's one other thing related to this. Isn't hypothetical because now House Republicans are requesting to speak with the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg about his ongoing investigation into former President Trump. Is that the view of the White House of proper use of federal taxpayer dollars to investigate or try to find out what a local prosecutor? It, again, I'm, I'm just not going to to speak because that there that is an underlying connection uh, to to the uh, to the investigation. Just not going to comment from here. Uh, look, our the president is going to continue to focus on what the American people need, their priorities. Uh, we're going to continue to focusing on, to focus on lowering costs. We're going to continue to focus on the president fighting for Medicare, uh, Social Security. Uh, ACA. That is what the president's going to do. Look, if Republicans, and the president has said this over and over again, uh, if they Republicans want to work with us in a bipartisan way to deliver for the American people to continue to build on the successes that we have seen in the last two years when it comes to the economic policy, building an economy from the bottom up, middle out, uh, he's willing to have that conversation. We saw what the president proposed on Friday regarding changes to how the FDIC oversees banks and executives at banks specifically. Has he been in touch directly with any business leaders or who was it here at the White House that may have had conversations with Warren Buffett, for example? So, so I've seen the reports of on Warren Buffett uh, 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 that you all have been reporting on. Don't don't have anything to read out or to, to lay out on any conversation, uh, and so I'll just leave it there. And the president himself, otherwise, just just don't have anything to to read out on conversations that the president may have had with anybody from the business sector or outside of outside of the of the White House. What I can say is, and we've said this many times before, he has been kept regularly updated uh, by his economic team, by the chief of staff, uh, and that continues. Thank you. I've been reading the chat over here and uh, in Texas Trout. Yeah, you're right. We beheaded Lewis the 8th yeah, I or the 16th. Sorry, um, we can start again. I, I agree. The French did. That's when they had balls and then they became pussies around World War II. Well, they, they got their balls back, but we'll get to that. Let's finish up the Trump arrest and then we'll get to fuck around and find out because that's where the French are. I mean, that, hey, I, I can't wait. Hard times, hard times. Mm -hmm. It's like fast times at Ridgemont High all over again. Uh, here's ABC with their narrative. It, doesn't it look like news 
Saudi, new Saudi. He looks like a child. No, look at the bottom right corner of the I screen. See it. ABC News Saudi. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's like news Audi, but it's going to be like an Audi commercial or some shit. Uh-huh. Donald Trump claiming without evidence that he will be arrested tomorrow. New York prosecutors are investigating his involvement in that hush money payment. Chief Washington correspondent Jonathan Carl has the latest. Donald Trump is making another claim without any evidence, but this time the former president's words are sparking fears of violence. Over the weekend, Trump claimed he will be arrested tomorrow, indicted by the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg for charges related to hush money payment he made to porn star Stormy Daniels. ABC News has not verified his claims, and Trump hasn't said why he thinks he'll be arrested tomorrow. His own spokesman said... They have received no notice from the DA's office. Trump has acknowledged paying Daniels $130,000, a payment he allegedly concealed in the final days of the 2016 campaign, violating election laws and falsifying documents. Trump originally denied any knowledge of the payment. Did you know about the $130,000 payment to Daniels? But his former lawyer, Michael Cohen, pleaded guilty to federal campaign finance violations in 2018, admitting to helping arrange the payment. Cohen tells George he's absolutely prepared to testify against Trump. All the information that is needed in order to create the indictment to get a prosecution and a conviction is in the hands of the district attorney. Bragg's office has not commented, but the DA told staff in an email obtained by ABC News, we do not tolerate attempts to intimidate our office or threaten the rule of law in New York. Already Republicans are rushing to his defense. Another politically charged prosecution directed at the former president of the United States. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. I can't. I, I can't. I can't when you say shit like that about New York and that the, the rule of law. What, what rule of law are you referring to, Alvin Bragg? What the rule that if a fucking tw- Twinkie is unwrapped within a foot of your general radius, you will consume it at the fastest and most inopportune point for everyone to see. No, I, I don't think that's a law in New York. You fat fuck. But- Get the fuck out of here. <sighs> Yeah, um, keyword create. I Thank said, you. Trevor, we've studied devolution. Mm. No. Yeah, we're we're um past the devolution thing. Yeah, we're past the devolution. That was that was this last is year. Fucking, this is just ridiculous. Okay. Well, all right. So get this. So this is why this is happening. Just in case you guys weren't aware, remember we talked about that little thing a while ago about the statute. Of limitations. Mm-hmm. Okay. So state-wise, everything that they just listed as the charges against him for hiding a campaign contribution fund in a different line item in a book is a misdemeanor. It is not a felony. Correct. Okay. They bumped it up to the felony. The only way they can bump it up to the felony level is if it violates a federal charge, in which case it needs a federal prosecutor to recommend or refer charges against that person. You mean that that federal charge, the DOJ um, declined to prosecute? Refused. Merrick Garland refused to prosecute it. Why? And if Merrick Garland refused to prosecute it, that's that's telling you something because he would do anything to to, put Trump 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 in jail. jail. Yeah. And he said, there's nothing here. Yeah. Okay. So now whatever Alvin Bragg is cooking up, he is 
obviously, with the preponderance of what we've seen so far, the evidence that we've seen so far, there's the, the talking points were released from the White House. It has to be violent. You have to talk about violence. Why? Because KJP said nonviolent. Um, and anytime that you refer to protests, Republican protests, you must refer to them as MAGA protesters. Extreme mega Extreme protesters. mega protesters. But Leo makes an excellent point over here in the chat. He said, it's funny that Trump himself was the one that took all the focus off the Biden family story. Why did Trump provide the distraction? Because he was the first one to say that he was getting arrested. He blew up the story. His team even said they didn't have that information. Trump apparently got that leak directly. Why? Why would he blow it up just as all of the focus, just as the news cycle was starting to spin up about this $3 million payment that the Bidens got? That's no, tracing to, to. Now we have four $3 million payments. Exactly. That was just starting to hit the mainstream Correct. news cycle when Trump came out and said, I'm getting arrested on Tuesday. Correct. Why would Trump do that? And not only did we find that out today, we also found out today that Hunter Biden admitted to those payments and his dad has denied every single one mm -hmm. of them. Yeah. Which now we have, a, now you have the old ultimate turf war and and we'll get to that too but that's an excellent question leo so so but this is why tonight <laughs> is who wrote the narrative so today mm -hmm. driving around right work gotta work right um i got to see leanne off so it was cool and so did Leland, <laughs> so we got to see her on her way we know that she made it home safely she's back in at her house um so we I'm listening to all these podcasts today because Liam is not on. So I, I got to listen to like six podcasts. Yeah, that's how I played catch up too. So I was jumping through the podcast listening. And as I was listening, I I, I noticed over and over again, the, my top three that I was listening to, obviously Bongino, <laughs> because I go for my, you know, morning. Blowjob. Fuck you. Um, then I mean, was I'm not going to give you a morning blowjob. So I you had, might as well let Bongino um, do it. Then it was Hannity, and I just got done with. I was listening to um, the the other two that Mark took over, Levin. Mark Levin, and, and then you were listening to uh, Buck and Clay. Yep. And while I was listening to all those podcasts, I noticed that there was the same theme. They too were handed a narrative. They too were told to say certain things. They too were told to bring out points. They all hit the same wave top points about the liberals. They're talking points. Correct. They were given their list, their narrative. Huh. So I wonder, <coughs> as you bring that up, Leo, if think about this, if Donald Trump goes to jail, let's just pretend for a second in a really crazy kooky world, clown upside down clown world that we currently live in. Let's just pretend for one second that Donald Trump goes to jail. Let's examine exactly how this is going to happen. First of all, Alvin Bragg gets a grand jury to indict. They indict the former president of the United States. Which wouldn't be hard in New York. Okay. No, it wouldn't. Very liberal. Especially in New York City, in the Southern <laughs> District. So Southern District, New York City, not hard to indict. Him. What's that, Upper East Side, Manhattan? Correct. Yeah. So he's going to get... So Alvin Bragg will then refer his indictment back to the governor, Kathy Holchel, which she doesn't have a problem, passing that indictment on down to Ron DeSantis of Florida. For this extradition to take place, for Donald J. Trump to be returned from Florida at his house in Mar-a-Lago, back to New York City. Ron DeSantis will have to clear this. He will have to sign off on it. He is required by law to sign off on this in the extradition. 
Florida, then Florida police officers will arrive at the Trump compound at Mar-a-Lago. Get this. Florida police officers will not be allowed to take another step past the gate. Fear of getting shot. Why? Donald Trump still has Secret Service protection. Huh. So then what happens? Well, what most liberals are saying, oh, well, now we're going to be gentlemen, and now we're going to be ladies, and now we're going to be all gentlemanly-like and lady-like and statesman-like, and we're going to ask him to turn himself in. <sighs> yeah, wait, you think he's going to turn himself in when you fucking high? He might. I need to start smoking the same shit you're smoking. He might. And understand that if he does, this is, he's been, he's been controlled opposition the whole time. Uh, yeah. The absolute whole time. That is 100% a guarantee. It shows that he has controlled opposition. I already told you that. Donald Trump will then be known as a fucking, he's, he's a pawn of the left. That's all he is. Period. So is Ron DeSantis. Well, we'll see. Um, so they, uh, no, that's what this, that's why who wrote this narrative? Yeah. Who wrote it? Was it the left or the right? Because right now I'm seeing the same narrative on the is right. Is there a difference that I'm seeing on the left? That I'm seeing on the Two left. Two wings of the and, same bird. And the one on the right is saying that no, 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 go protest, but protest peacefully. And the one on the left is saying no, 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 go protest and shoot everybody up. Which is which? Does it matter if if we go protest at all? They're just going to if we don't get violent, they're going to seed it with Antifa yep. and the FBI, just like they they're did gonna on January sure 6th, and they're gets... going to make sure it gets violent. And they're going to blame it on MAGA again. So then I ask the question: What is the point in protesting? Exactly. If we're going to go this time, which was this exactly time, the point. This is the of this, January sixth. This time we go armed. Period. That is we why we do not go to this next protest unarmed. That is we why they go set to up the next January protest 6th. armed. That is why they Period. set up January 6th to make us scared to go out and protest because we don't want a repeat of what happened then. And they're already talking about they're coming after more January 6ers. A thousand, a more. thousand more. We yep. might get arrested. You never know. They're they're saying they're going after the ones that were I've obviously claimed that they were at January 6th. Yeah. Okay, I, I, was, I there. was there. What, what are you going to charge me with? Standing on the sidewalk too long? Yeah. Seriously? The fuck out of here. Yeah, going to a public place at the invitation of a sitting president? Yeah, no. That's no. not happening. Anyway, so in that that last video that Mick cut short, they did talk about how no, the one up up that was the one I had highlighted was the one um, that I the lawyer was going to testify. Yes, here he is testifying in Congress. Mm -hmm. So now we get to hear what he actually knows. Mm -hmm. This will be really funny. Mm -hmm. Let's see how valid these charges really are. Mr. Cohn, can you just clarify, did you say that at times you would do what you thought Mr. Trump wanted you to do, not specifically what he told you to do? At times, yes. So you just went on your intuition? I don't know if I would call it intuition as much as I would just say my knowledge of what he wanted because it happened before and yeah. I knew what he had wanted. Does a, does a lawyer have a duty to provide his client with good legal advice? Yes. Were you a good lawyer to Mr. Trump? I believe so. When you uh, arranged a payment to Ms. Clifford, you say in your testimony, I'm going to quote from your testimony, that you did so, quote, without bothering to consider whether that was improper, much less whether it was the right thing to do. You said that, unquote, that's your testimony today. You said you didn't even consider whether it was legal. How could you give your 
client legal advice when you're not even considering whether it's legal? I did what I knew Mr. Trump wanted. This conversation with Mr. Trump I didn't started. Ask, I didn't ask whether you're a good fixer. I asked whether you were a good lawyer. Sometimes you have to melt both together. I needed to, at that time, ensure and protect Mr. Trump. And so, if I put my, which I'm clearly, clearly suffering the penalty of, I clearly said, let me, said on the, on the side of wrong. So you feel like, by without bothering to consider whether it was proper, much less whether it was the right thing to do, by ignoring any conscience, if you have one, that you were protecting Mr. Trump. I'm sorry, sir. I don't you feel, understand. You your feel question. that was how to protect. As his lawyer, you feel that you did a good job. You said you were a good lawyer, right? That's Is that correct. being a good lawyer? To not even consider whether it's legal or not? For I didn't client. work for the campaign. I was working and I was trying to I protect didn't say Mr. Trump. About a campaign. I, I sat Trump. with Mr. Trump, and this goes back all the way to 2011. This wasn't the first scenario with Ms. Daniels. Let's go back then. So my point, my point is this is this was an ongoing situation. It okay. didn't just start in right. October. Right. Let's you back. have to let me finish. Well, this it started this, in October. It didn't start in October. Let me, let me it ask started you many years earlier. When were you disbarred? Yesterday, from what I read in the paper. Yesterday. When should you have been disbarred based on the legal counsel you were giving your client? I, I don't have an answer for your question. How long so. were you uh, counsel for Mr. Trump? Since 2007. When is the first time you gave him bad legal advice or failed to inform him of his legal obligations? As you, as you testified today, you did in the case of the payment to Ms. Clifford. When was the first time you did that? Would that qualify for disbarment? I, I don't know, sir. I'm not the Bar Association. I think you uh, should consult with them maybe occasionally on some of these things. Is well, there's anybody, no point now. I lost my law license. Is anybody, uh, has anybody else promised to pay Mr. Davis for representing you? No. Nobody has? No. Are you offering? <laughs> Question, quickly. Uh, July, you said, and this is also in your testimony, in the days before the Democratic Convention, you became privy to a conversation that some of Hillary Clinton's emails would be leaked. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Was that in, you said late July? Do you know the exact day? Uh, I believe it was either the 18th or the 19th, and I would but, guess that it would be on the 19th. But it was definitely July. I believe so, yes. Do you know that was public knowledge in June? This was Mr. Assange, and I'd like to submit this unanimous consent to submit this for the record. Without objection. So Mr. Assange reported to the media on June 12th that those emails would be leaked. So I'm not saying you have fake news. I'm saying you have old news, and um, there's really not much to that. I would like to uh, yield the remainder of my time to Mr. Higgins. Hey, real quick, while we're on this. Um, Okay, I, I, I'm reading some chat here. I'm catching up in chat. Um, one of the things that was brought up, it's a fair, valid question. Um, I'm trying to go back to it. Stand by, trying to find it. Stand by. Don't type anything. I gotta pause it. <laughs> Keeps moving on me. Every time I try Don't to do Don't you hate that? I hate, sometimes I do. Yeah, I gotta pause it. Um, where the fuck is it? 
I believe it was you intolerant leftist that said, oh, how does Trump turning himself in equate to him being a controlled op? Okay, so listen, if Trump turns himself in, first of all, he's come out on several occasions and uh, I can show you all the video evidence, but he has said over and over again that he does not agree or believe that the current government that's installed is the government at all. He said he won 2020 and anything past that, him giving into this government tells, a, tells me right off the bat he's controlled because how, how, how is it that you're going to turn yourself into this government, this clown show that you call, uh, you've called on several di different occasions, a clown show that this is not the real president, that you are the real president. How are you going to turn yourself into your own government? If that's true, if that's not true, then everything you've said since the time you walked out of office has been bullshit. For what? To keep us out here <laughs> grinding our gears, saying that, hey, this was a good guy. And then when we turned the, the magnifying glass around and we actually started asking questions about Trump that we asked about Biden, we start realizing that there's shit that doesn't equal out. I mean, you can't disagree. He hasn't come off the jab. He developed the jab. He put the jab in everybody's arms. Was that really Joe Biden? Joe Biden couldn't even cure a wet dream right now, let alone get jabs in millions of people's arms. True. I, I don't believe that that was Joe Biden. I believe that was Donald Trump. So if that was Donald Trump and that is killing the American people, where where is Donald Trump in all of this? Because it doesn't make any sense. Hmm. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. And with what you just heard right there, his lawyer, yes, he's a fucking tool. He is. He's a fucking retard. He admitted that he did not ask the president before he sent the payment. Okay, so mighty patriot, that, that's an interesting statement. New York is not the federal government. However, while that's true, let's watch this clip because there may be something more there. This may have been done at the direction of the federal government. And not oh, brag acting independently. Oh, I, I guarantee this was done at the direction exactly. of the, you. There's no way that Alvin Bragg put this case together. I can tell you that right yeah. now, full wholeheartedly. Yeah. Alvin Bragg's a fucking retard. Everybody that I know that knows him said that he's a retard. Yeah. He is incompetent at best. All right. There is no way that he put this case together. He got this from the federal government. They handed this to him, said, yeah, if you want to prosecute it, they, that's how it works. If the feds can't get you, they throw it down to the state prosecutors because 90 percent of the time there's some obscure law in the state books that you violated. We can still prosecute you. We might not get you federally, but we'll get you via state. State sometimes carries a more severe penalty than the federal government does. Sometimes. Okay. Well, watch this. Well, they had to have known it was coming. The Biden family under investigation. And at the center of it for now, millions of dollars from a Chinese energy firm. However, 
the crack in the armor of the Biden family, legally, that big payday is just the tip of the iceberg. The House Oversight Committee is diving deep and finding more foreign business deals that are sketchy involving the now first family. I'm Harris Faulkner. You are in the Faulkner Focus. The committee says bank subpoenaed banking information will show some dozen deals now. So far, records show Hunter Biden, President's brother James, his daughter-in-law Haley, and one other unknown for now, unnamed, unknown Biden, received payments from a Chinese firm. Here's the chairman of Oversight, Comer. Right now, it looks like uh, the Biden family just pocketed this money. Uh, this is one deal. We have 11 more to go, and I'm pretty confident we'll be getting more bank records in very soon. And the White House hasn't been truthful about this from day one. I don't think the White House ever dreamed we would get bank records. I've got bad news for the White House. This is just the beginning. We're going to get a lot more bank records, and they're going to have to continue to backpedal and come up with some type of reason why the Biden families received millions and millions of dollars from our adversaries. Oh, bank records, the ultimate in financial receipts. And when asked about it, his family members getting that foreign money, here's what President Biden said. One sentence, that's not true. In focus, Republican Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio. He's chairman of both the House Judiciary Committees and the new subcommittee on weaponization of the federal government. We'll get into that with him. He's also a member of Oversight, a very busy person. All right, let's start with these 12 other business deals. What are we learning? Yeah. Well, I think there's a couple fundamental questions, Harris. First of all, who's the unknown Biden? And then second, what was the service they were providing that warranted receiving all this money and these millions of dollars? I mean, what, what work did they do? What service? It's just like Shazam, here shows up millions of dollars. What did they do for? I mean, th those are to me are the fundamental question. And that's what the committee's trying to get at. And I would always point out too that they're called suspicious activity reports for a reason. The activity in these bank accounts is suspicious, so much so that the Treasury Department puts together these reports that we're now finally getting access to and beginning to go through. So those to me are the fundamental questions. That's what Chairman Comer wants to get to the bottom of so that the American people have the truth. Uh, even the left actually does not love the optics of the Biden family's China money trail. Let's watch together. And it does sound good. Uh, there's a guy whose name is uh, John Robinson Walker. He gets $3 million from a Chinese-based company and proceeds to wire it out to a bunch of people named Biden, one of whom is Hunter Biden. Another one is a company that belongs to the president's brother, James Biden, and another amount of money to Beau Biden's uh, widow, Hallie. So again, from a layperson, that doesn't look good. It doesn't smell good, she said. That's code for how are we going to yeah. cover him and cover this? Yeah, it doesn't look good and it's suspicious. Not Jim Jordan, not Jamie Comer saying that it's suspicious according to the United States Treasury Department, to Janet Yellen's agency. They're the ones who said this all looks suspicious and that's that's why they put together these reports that we're gonna go through. Uh, you know what, let me ask you about something though, just in terms of suspicious activity reports. How common are they? How common would it be that you'd have north of 150 on a single individual? Just talk to me about what they really are. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think this this volume of, of suspicious activity reports is probably somewhat unprecedented. I'm sure they happen. I'm sure there's legitimate reasons why people can explain, oh, here's why this happened. And OK, no problem. We initially thought it was suspicious. Now, maybe it's not. But when you have this number all about.
really quick with the suspicious activity report. All right. Let, let me answer the question that he fails to answer. Okay. A corporation. There's a corporation in the United States. I'm not going to say which one. There's a corporation in the United States last year that had 120 suspicious activity reports. Now, mind you, this corporation is $7 billion in its size. Okay. <coughs> it is literally doing daily business of million, if not $100 million deals a day. 120 for a fucking business that size is average on a in a consumer's year. However, 150 for a fucking family is fucking ridiculous. Not even Donald Trump because you got to remember, what is the first thing you're taught when you make that much money? You incorporate immediately. Mm -hmm. You separate yourself from your assets, okay? And there's a reason for it. it makes sense. It's so safety. if your company goes belly up, you're not bankrupt. It's safety. It's all about having that safety. Okay. But when you don't have an incorporation tied to you, i.e. Joe Biden and his family, instead, they went the mob route with it and they decided, oh, look, you're going to be my capo, James. You'll mm -hmm. be my capo, James. Mm -hmm. And James is out there busting in skulls and kicking in kids. Next thing you know, there it is. Oh, shit. Now we don't have an incorporation, but yet they made $3 million. Now, now it's four times. They have four different payments of $3 million. Are you done with Harris? I'm done with Harris. I, well, I, I was going to let it go, but I, I thought maybe, I mean, even the left's asking questions about it. That's, that's the most ridiculous part is that the left is asking questions like, hey, what the fuck? All right, we'll let it go. We don't have to, but... I mean, I like Jim Jordan mostly, even though he this family. And again, I think this account, the, the one that Mr. Comer's talked about, Chairman Comer's talked about a lot, where this $3 million shows up. I think he said before that there was very little money in this account. And then all of a sudden, here comes $3 million. And as you point out, then it's paid out to, to people all with the same last name and one of them being the unknown Biden. So um, that's a concern. And again, uh, I think the American people are entitled to know what was going on here. All right. We're about to. You brought up why wasn't uh, it brought up prior to the election? Well, first of all, suspicious activity year uh, reports happen in a fiscal year. So at the end of October, they didn't have the new the new SARS, if it were going into November. It wasn't done yet. The mm -hmm. wrap up wasn't done yet. So they wouldn't have known about it going into 20, 2020. 2020. They didn't find out until 2021. Yep. And when we did find out about it in 2021, when we, we, lost questioned, we lost the house. So we there lost the house. There was, they could do. Nobody was going to start nothing about it. Yep. Nobody was going to even bring it up. But they have been conducting this investigation since they found out for a year and a half now. They Correct. were literally just waiting to get the house back. They already have all their ducks in a row. So this is just okay. going let the course of which it's... You were going to let him keep going? Let him keep going. Well, no, he's done. He's no. done. Yeah, it's going. They were jumping to the press conference. I'm going to get out of that. Okay. Before they jump. That's why I, I killed it because okay. they were jumping. She was just about to stop him to go to the press conference. So, all right. We'll play the next one, which then. we've already seen the press conference. So. Mostly, yeah. Oh, this was just kind of funny. All right. So, this is just a little bit of humor in the middle of it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
World War Three. But at this point, with so much already invested in Ukraine, withdrawing support is easier said than done. I just came up with that. Maybe as president, DeSantis might be able to do what no Biden can do. Pull out in time. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, that is, God damn it, Gutfeld. That's why you're number one in the cable, late night cable ratings. That was funny. That was funny as shit. Yeah. <laughs> With a picture of Biden, Hunter Biden on the screen. Maybe you'll be able to pull out in time. Because you know Joe's pullout game's weak as fuck. Mm -hmm. All right. Kind of like Joe. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll have that in those big jobs, though. Anyway, my bad. More Fox News. You went with a lot of Fox News clips, huh? Yeah. You don't normally do that. I don't. You normally stay away from Fox. I do. Unless it's Tucker, and then it's funny. Now, when we are learning that the Manhattan DA's office has asked for a meeting with law enforcement ahead of a potential Trump indictment. This is coming to Fox News from a source in the courts. The meeting, which was requested yesterday and has not been set yet, is to discuss logistics for some time next week, which would mean that they are anticipating an indictment next week. Same source who's familiar with the planning said they will go over security preparations in and around the courthouse in lower Manhattan. Secret Service will take the lead in what they will allow or will not allow. The source cautioned, mentioning, for instance, that the decision to handcuff the president, a former president or not, they will set the tone and will escort him into the courtroom. There will be coordination between all of us, the source said, but we will defer to the Secret Service. The battle will be, be between Secret Service and DA Alvin Bragg. They will decide how and when he'll get into the building and they are not going to leave him. The source believes that the former president will still have to be fingerprinted and processed like every other defendant. So um, this is a huge development if Alvin Bragg has decided to go ahead with a felony indictment of the former president. This was a, a charge that the federal officials refused to prosecute on or even really pursue. Uh, this was a misdemeanor in New York that Alvin Bragg has decided to elevate to a felony while at the same time downgrading other felonies to misdemeanors. So we'll be watching this to see how it all unfolds and get more information as it comes in. Sandra? And John, uh, furthermore, for... No, there hasn't. There's never been a president there's this is unprecedented completely unprecedented. To, to say to say this lightly okay let me put this to you in very very short sweet terms there's this has never happened before listen this is where the big problem becomes okay i'm going to read you something here that is if we still have my book right here which i thought i did ah, shit where the big green legal book go? i have no idea Oh, I need to find it. Because... Well, we'll play this while you look for it, because this is McCarthy's reaction. Okay, and I understand there's more to come on this. I, I, I've got something to say about this, because you're about to hear something that's going to contradict a lot of different shit that's going on right now. It doesn't matter if this was President Trump or if this was a Democrat. It should be equal justice in America. And stop going after people because you have political differences. I see people all the time that I have political difference. I respect their opinion. I may disagree with it, 
but why would you ever try to use the law for it? And it goes directly against everything that this Manhattan DA has professed. He brags about lowering felonies to misdemeanors and not prosecuting. We've watched crime in New York where people are afraid to walk the streets. We watched campaigns. And I will tell you, one of the reasons we won races in New York is based upon this DA of not protecting the citizens of New York. And now he's spending his time on this. So, I don't know. McCarthy always sounds like a freaking cartoon character to me. He sounds like Mickey Mouse, doesn't he? Kind of, yeah. He really does. Hold on really quick. Let me get to this really quick because this is really important. Okay. I want to get to this because 1859. Are you kidding me? They skip over? Well, here was the public's reaction. In New York, of all places, to this announcement. Lots of Trump flags in lower Manhattan. That's uh, odd. I mean, just a little. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So really quick, what I was trying to find, and I can't find it for whatever reason. It's not jumping out here. It's uh, title code 18. Um, it should be section 1875 uh, through 18. Well, it's 1875 through 1891, I believe. And there are all the federal laws that concern, for whatever reason, my book cuts out at 1864. But it's 1875 through 1891, which has all the federal laws in dealing with the Secret Service. Now, one of the big issues that are going to come here, okay, Donald Trump goes to, um, eventually, he will eventually have to go to holding. Holding is at Rikers Island. Oh. Okay. That is not going to go over well. So, and the no, Secret Service listen, leave a sign. stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. First of all, he is granted Secret Service protection for the next two year, 10 years, even if he's convicted of a crime. Okay. If he's convicted of a crime, the only way he loses his Secret Service protection is if the then president of the United States suspends his Secret Service protection. If he doesn't, then that building at that point becomes a federal restricted area. And the Secret Service has the authority to do that. So literally, they can declare the whole prison a federal restricted area and they can kick all of the cops out and all of the criminals out and make New York city find another place to house all their criminals. Rikers Island is a big prison. That's a really bad idea for a number of reasons. They just let them go. They won't. They're committed now. They did it in the public. That kind of no, Trump, I don't mean Trump, I mean the, the prisoners on Rikers. Island. Oh, that's probably true, actually. 
Yeah. They'll Actually, just they'll just say, okay, just you guys are done. Yep. See you at peace. Yep. As the crime rate goes out of doubles, well, yeah, of course. triples. Yep. Yep. Well, this is their. This Alvin is the, Bragg, who's never seen a bad Twinkie in his whole, <laughs> whole entire life, all of a sudden sell a case he can't keep his hands off of. I find mm-hmm. that hard to believe. I, I, I don't want to believe Trump's a bad guy, but how can you not now? We're going to have to wait and see how it plays out. Um, I, I don't think that's in the cards. No. I don't think we're going to get there. We might. I think a lot of people agree with what we say and that January 6th was your one chance. Anything after that is on you. You had a chance January 6th. You could have changed your ways. You didn't. You chose to go deeper down those ways. That's fine. Understand the people do not stand with you. And now after this point, the people will more than likely stand against you. A lot of people still stand with him. 74 million people voted for Donald Trump. 74 million people will stand up with Donald Trump. I put money on it. Why? Because they're still here. Remember, you know, for instance, Lindsay, we know you love him. That's cool. We're not against that. I, I don't hate that. I think that's kind of cool that you're able to stand up in this crowd who questions everything, which I love because you can stand up and affirmatively say, Hey, I still love the guy outstanding. I love that. I love that. We still have people like that because that's awesome. I can't, but I like where you're at because that's loyalty to me. That is the ultimate form of form of loyalty, even in a heated debate here with other people that you like and you respect, you can stand here in front of us and tell us that you still love the guy. That's outstanding. I don't disrespect that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I don't hate Donald Trump. What I do hate is some of his policies and some of his policies make me question really where his loyalty lies. Hmm. that's my opinion, but it's just my opinion. This after all is an opinion show. Okay. Well, let's, um, this is how uh, New York reacted to that. All those Trump flags. I, I, I know how they reacted. Oh my God. We've we, we must put up gates. Yep. In, in front of the courthouse. Yeah, they're going to block it off. They're like blocking off the 10 miles. Yep. Yep. Wouldn't surprise me. Yep. Not in the slightest. Mm. Nope. You were expecting anything different? Nope. No. There's a video pulled up under that that one. You you remember what the George Floyd courthouse looked like? I, I imagine that's what we're going to see. We'll see. Actually, I think we're going to see worse because the Secret Service will be involved, which means snipers will be out to and including a mile. So it'll be different, a little different. For it will them. be different. It'll be a first, I'll tell you what. For more on this investigation into the Biden family's business dealings and to the expected Trump indictment this week is the House Oversight Committee Chairman, Congressman James Comer. Congressman, thanks very much for being here this morning. Good morning. Do you have any comment about Trump potentially being indicted on Tuesday? 
Well, it's very odd uh, that this would come out just the very next day after I revealed bank records, which showed that the Biden family, the president in particular, hasn't been truthful uh, with respect to his family receiving payments directly from the Chinese Communist Party. So it almost looks like it's a, an effort to detract. But at the very least, it's another example of two-tier system of justice. Look, we've been looking into these uh, classified documents. We saw the, the FBI raided mar largo for, for one set of supposedly mishandled classified documents. But yet Joe Biden's had at least five different locations of mishandled classified documents. And they give him days and days to go in and clean up with his attorney. So this looks to me like it's another example of a two-tier system of justice at the DOJ. So, Congressman, let's go through some of those bank records. This is really the first batch of bank records you were able to get because they've been stonewalling you. Are there more? There are many more, Maria. This is one deal. We think there are as many as 11 more deals. Uh, now, we don't know what those deals are. Uh, what the Bidens, you know, in, in the beginning, the White House denied having any uh, knowledge or the fact that their family was involved in any sort of way, shape or form with the CCP. But now we have bank records that reveal otherwise. Uh, we don't know what the Bidens did in return for this money. Uh, the lawyer said that it was seed capital for a business. We haven't been able to find a business, Maria. Uh, we're going to have an opportunity to ask people about that, that were closely aligned with the Biden family. We've talked to them privately. I'm not going to reveal what they say privately, but uh, very soon they'll either be uh, talking to everyone in the form of a deposition or even better in a, in a committee hearing. But right now it looks like uh, the Biden family just pocketed this money. Uh, this is one deal. We have 11 more to go, and I'm pretty confident we'll be getting more bank records in very soon. All right. So one million dollars distributed to the Bidens uh, on one deal. And you say there are 11 others. Let's talk about what possibly the CCP could have been paying for. Do you have any indication, whether it be from the laptop, from your investigation, that gives us any information about what specifically China was paying the Biden family for? Well, we know that when the president was vice president in the Obama administration, he made several trips to China. Uh, he uh, brought his son and, and uh, some of these associates with him. They met in different places with some of these people that the president claimed he never met with. So we know the president hasn't been truthful about his involvement when he was vice president. But from talking to former associates that were involved with Hunter Biden, uh, what we know the Biden family had agreed to help China do was get their foot in the door on the American energy industry, not just purchase liquefied natural gas, but also purchase interest in drillers for natural gas, as well as try to do things like help China buy farmland. Remember, uh, this is something that every American's outraged over. There's bipartisan support in Congress to try to block China from coming in and taking over various interests uh, of our American economy. And now we learn that the Biden family was directly involved with helping China navigate the federal bureaucracy and the sanctions involved with the U.S. government. So this is very concerning, and this is why we're going to continue this investigation of Joe Biden. And remember, it's an investigation of Joe Biden. That's right. Yes. And I've been saying that from day one, that it's an investigation of yep. Joe Biden, not Hunter Biden, because they were paying for Joe Biden. I mean, they were paying for time right. or, or, or you know, influence, whatever it is, from a sitting vice president. But there was something on the laptop 
that was also informative where Hunter Biden is talking to a colleague, somebody who was representing the China partnership, right? Yes, there was a message that Hunter was very frustrated with one of these business partners in China that he had done every blanking thing they had ever asked of him. And of course, this would have been when Joe Biden was vice president. And uh, he reminded him that they had never done anything in return for him. And then a few weeks later, this $3 million wire appears in the Robinson Walker account. And the very next day, they distributed money to Hunter Biden and then at least two other family members and possibly three family members. So uh, there's evidence in the laptop that shows that uh, Hunter Biden was communicating with them and had had interactions and done things for them while his father there's more than just evidence in the laptop of that. There's evidence in the laptop that he admitted to receiving payments from China, mm -hmm. James. He admitted, well, I got $3 million from China. Oh, and 10% went to the big guy. Yeah. Where are we at with that one? Because that was mm. all in the laptop too. We call that a clue when you're actually investigating things. Mm. We call that a clue. It's a big deal. You kind of cue in on that one and roll with it. Are you going to let him finish? Or are you going to be done with him? No, I'm done with him because okay. right there, he just, uh, he, he killed himself. I, you know, you know, when you get to that point in an argument with a liberal, when they say, well, Dr. Fauci, because this is the only thing I can relate to you on this. The second that somebody says, Dr. Fauci to you, what do you do? You turn everything off else off mm -hmm. that they say. This happens to me politically all the time. Anytime they hit my bullshit meter, to, they peg it. Everything else after that is pointless because you just admitted that you don't know what's going on in your own investigation. What the fuck are you doing? How don't you know that Hunter Biden admitted to the four payments that they just found that they're making a big deal out of, yet we've known about it since they've had the fucking laptop. Just wondering. Yeah. All right. Well, that is done it's with uh, in email traffic. Trump arrest is done, I believe. Uh, maybe no, not quite. We do this one yet? No, I think the ones up top are aren't done yet. The ones up top. Yeah, that that because I've been er erasing them as as we've been going through. Oh. This one we've done then. Uh, no, that one we haven't done, and I think the first one we haven't done. All right. Well, we'll do this one. Real okay. Quick, and then we'll. This was DeSantis's reaction too. Yes, Trump being arrested mm -hmm. or possible, possible arrest. Possible arrest because you know he's got to be sweating bullets right mm -hmm. now because you know this extradition is not going to end good for him. Yep, he's fucked either way. Yep, and that's a Florida standard. A bad part. Uh, we wanted to know what your thoughts are on the rumored Trump indictment and if you have any role in it. Um, if charges are brought on him, will you have any role in extradition to New York? So I've seen rumors swirl. I have not seen any facts uh, yet. And so I don't know what's going to happen. But I do know this. The, the Manhattan district attorney is a Soros funded prosecutor. And so he, like other Soros funded prosecutors, they weaponize their office to impose a political agenda on society at the expense of the rule of law and public safety. He has downgraded over 50% of the felonies to misdemeanors. He says he doesn't want to even have jail time for the vast, vast majority of crimes. And what we've seen in Manhattan is we've seen the, sky, the, the crime rate go up 
and we've seen citizens become less safe. And so you're talking about this situation with, and look, I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor. Now, normally when a politician says, I can't speak to what it takes to keep hush or pay hush money to a porn star in a political case, normally when I hear a politician say that, uh, that politician has paid hush money uh, to a bunch of strippers. And uh, he normally is dirty as sin. Yeah. But in this case, he did try to back the fuck out. Of, that's the first time I think I've ever seen Ron DeSantis ever try to back out of a question. He never answered the question, like, what would you have involved in? How would you be involved in the extradition? Uh, you have to sign off on it, motherfucker. Uh-huh. Uh, shit. Damn it. I'm going to have to put the former sitting president in jail. Mm-hmm. You know what he just saw? His political dissipation light in the corner of his eye just started flickering. It just kicked into overdrive. That bitch is full blaze. It's going out of the corner of his eye. He's done. It's it because he's going to have to sign off on it. You can't run on the fucking topic of law and order and not sign off on an extradition order that's been legally and duly assigned and constitutionally required through the state of New York to the state of Florida. And you can't run and say, well, I'm a law and order president. Mm -hmm. No, you're not. And if you sign off on it and Trump actually gets indicted, and can't actually run, you lost all of Trump's base. Yes. So you're dead either way. Either way. Is this the And ploy? yes, you're right, John. Uh, Stormy Daniels absolutely admitted in writing that she never had an affair with Trump. She also said it out loud in an interview. In four, four different interviews. Mm-hmm. And one of them was The View. It, they don't care about that. It's The View. Where are the liberals saying, wait a minute, Stormy Daniels even admitted. They forgot. The clot shot erased their memories. It's oh. really easy to have to memory hole things. See, days. I am so tired of this already. Uh-huh. Fuck you all in the clot shot bullshit. Have a brain injury like the rest of us. They do. Have a fucking real. Let me hit you in the head with a six pound sledge. Uh, uh, AVMs well, are starting. You, to- you don't. No, not it, you, it, because you didn't get the clot shot. But correct. everybody else, come see me. I got a six pound yeah, sledge. Well, AVMs aneurysms are starting to pop up with clot shot. But anyway, you imagine if I. Uh, I'd never gone through that surgery and got the clot shot. I'd probably been dead. Yeah, you would be. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That'd be weird. I know. That'd be weird. I talked to my cousin today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's, uh, she is actually recovering pretty well from her injury right now. Her doctor is not telling her that he's treating her for a COVID injury or jab injury, but he is. Because I'm, I've been tracking what she's taking, and he's absolutely treating her for a jab injury. Just didn't know how to break it to her because she's in fucking Seattle. But her husband's gonna die. Ooh, yeah. Why is that? I just, um, she, you know, she, she was like, he's, he's so tired. Like all he did was sleep all the time, and I keep getting after him to, you know, like improve his health. And so now he's finally starting to like get active and work out again. Ooh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Just work out. 
Yeah, that doesn't do anything. Yeah, it does when oh, you've yeah. been jabbed. Well, well, it'll kill you, but I mean, it won't do anything to help you is exactly. what I mean. It's completely counterproductive. Yep. At this point, it, and with four shots in, it is completely count. When, when he's had a jab injury and he's he, he has serious fatigue and he's having trouble breathing and he's having heart palpitations and now you're going to go work out, you're going to fucking die. So I have a friend who I'm going to list as a, a new source. Mm -hmm. um, he works at a military medical facility on an installation. He asked me if I wanted to know the numbers of died suddenly in the military on a specific installation in the United States. Yeah. 944 people in the last year died suddenly. Where? I'm, I'm not going to tell you that. Uh, just on one installation. On one installation. 944 people brought in after PT died within an hour after PT. Mm -hmm. That's a number you will never hear anywhere else because they don't report those numbers. 944 soldiers, sailors, or airmen on a specific military installation passed away after PT in the last year. After they've been double-dosed, triple-dosed. triple job, yeah. They're Most all of them are triple-dosed. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. That's one year. Mm -hmm. let's, let's go mm -hmm. two years. What do you think that number is like? Oh, it's bigger. Let's go three years. Oh, they're, they're done. We're not going to have a military. We're not. Okay. Hmm. You want to get into the COVID scam since we're there? Or you want to go wide? Uh, well, what's this? this? Because this well, looks this is, funny. This is funny, actually. Let's watch this. Okay. Like, and then we'll do our tribute. And then we'll do our tribute. Uh, I just want to say that on behalf of myself, uh, everyone here with me today and the numerous other folks that that uh, it takes to make uh, our show Ted Lasso. It, it is sincerely an honor to visit the White House and to have the opportunity to speak to the president and to the first lady about the importance of mental health. Um, so like, no matter who you are, no matter where you live, no matter uh, who you voted for, we all probably, I assume, we all know someone who has, uh, or have been that someone ourselves actually, that's struggled, that's felt isolated, that's felt anxious, that has felt alone, right? And it's actually one of the many things that, that uh, believe it or not, uh, that we all have in common as human beings, right? And so um, that means that we it, it's something that we can all, you know, and should talk about with one another when we're feeling that way or when we, when we recognize that in someone feeling that way. Uh, so please, you know, we encourage everyone, and, and this is a big theme of the show, is like to check in with your, you know, your neighbor, your coworker, your friends, your family, uh, and, and ask how they're doing and, and listen. Sincerely, you know, I mean, you all ask questions for a living, but you also listen for a living. So, you know, who am I preaching to? The choir, that is. Okay. Um, and look, and while look, while it's easier said than done, I, I, we also have to know that we shouldn't be afraid to ask for help ourselves. And that, that does take a lot, especially when it's something that has such a, a negative stigma to it, such as mental health. And it, it doesn't need to be that way. And if you can ask for that help from a professional, fantastic. If it needs to be a loved one, equally as good in a lot of ways, because it's sometimes just need to let that pressure, that, that pressure valve release. Uh, the president is working on, and his, and his own team, although his team is real, our team is make-believe. Uh, I don't think I don't know that. Despite what the people at FIFA and EA will tell you, we are actually a make-believe team. But, uh, you know, they're working very hard to make sure that, the, that, you know, that option is available to as many Americans as possible. Uh, now, look, I know in this town, uh, <laughs> a lot of folks don't always agree. Right. Uh, and, and don't always feel heard, seen, listened to. Yes. But I truly believe that it, we should all do our best to help take care of each other. That's that's my own personal belief. I think that's something that everybody up here on stage believes in. That's, that's things we talk about in the writer's room. And we talk about in the editing room and everything in between. 
Uh, and just like, you know, you just want to emulate, you know, these make-believe folks that we all play at AFC Richmond and, and the way they take care of one another. That is the wish fulfillment of the show, aside from me playing coach and these guys being professional footballers. You know, that's like, you know, that's 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 a big part of the show. Uh, now, I, the, I can't help but take this opportunity to take uh, at least one question. So please, yeah. Ah, wait, hold on here. Decorum, right? That was the word we were using, decorum? Uh, yes, sir, a familiar face. Hi. Trent Crim. <laughs> Fake journalist. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, uh, Trent, nice to see you. How do you feel about Kansas City being one of the named hosting cities for the uh, 2026 World Cup? Ooh, here I was, hoping for a softball. Okay, um, you know what? I'm very excited. Truth, truth be told, yeah, Kansas City is going to be one of these teams. Uh, I mean, I love this town. What I am genuinely worried about is once we get all these folks from all over the world to come to Kansas City and see our city, eat our food, meet our people, you're going to have you know a lot of folks that won't want to move away. That's what I'm worried about. Uh, that's it for us. All right. Thank you very much. All right. See you guys. Thank you sincerely so much for having us and, and putting up with us. Now on to uh, greener pastures. <laughs> Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News. Uh, mm, um, what the fuck? What the, the, what the fuck? I don't know. They're, they're literally bringing the cast of Ted Lasso. To do what? To, what did he talk about? Hey, oh, hey, guys. That's guys, what everyone's oh, no, trying no, no, to stop, figure out. Stop, stop. You know what he was talking about? I know what he's talking about. Hey. John, I know KC. Got a question for you, bud. How you doing, bud? How was your day? I I'm willing to listen. Seriously, I'm going to listen to you right now. Talk to me, bud. How was your day, bud? You had a good day. Oh, that was good to hear, bud. Good to hear. You know, actually, I, 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 Heather and I had an in-depth conversation about mental health um, on Saturday. Yeah, you, you know what I found out? That everything that I've known about mental health is all bullshit. That's yeah. what I found out about mental health. Um, and basically we determined that uh, you need a friend. No. People don't have friends anymore. No, actually, I'm going to start referring to, you need a mushroom. That's it. There's some of that too. If you get a mush, if you get the right mushroom, man. Dude. We, we don't even need friends. We laughed You'll talk to yourself Except for hours. We laughed our asses off with friends. Yes, we did. Yes. We had a blast. With friends. Yes. 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 Hey, hey I, I, I'm telling you, I'm not joking. If you don't, if you don't believe me, go listen to Liana. Uh, she's on tomorrow morning. Go listen to Liana tomorrow morning. I'm sure all she's going to talk about is what she did this weekend. Maybe I guarantee it. Okay. I, I'm dead serious. If you all don't believe me, if you, you think I'm full of shit, hey, try us. Come on down. You will have a blast. I tell you what, I I can tell you right now, Batman and and uh, fucking Liana went back going. Holy shit, they smoke way more than we do. <laughs> we smoke a lot of weed. Holy shit, they smoke a lot of fucking weed. Mm. I, I can tell you that's exactly what they went back saying. Well, I mean, everybody knows that. Because we do, really. I mean, smoke a lot of weed. I, yeah. I enjoy it. I, I've i fallen in love with it. It is my new favorite. Friend. I told you. It is my new favorite. Friend. I've literally been telling you that for years. And now all of a sudden you're I like, you. oh, look, I just found you. And I I'm like, fuck you. 20 years. I love you. 20 damn years. All I'm right. so in love with you. Dude, you just got weed all over your shirt. Can well, you please not no, don't waste, waste the weed? weed. What is wrong with you? We'll put it back in the bowl. Oh, my God. Well, how'd you pack the bowl so weak? What? Pfft. It's a shake bowl, you dumbass.
You're rubbing it against your fucking sweatshirt. Well, I was making love to it. Like so. it's a fucking puppy. It is. Good God. It's my puppy. My little soft and curable green puppy. So if you're not aware of what time it is, I think you all know. It is that time. Go ahead. Get it ready. Light it up. You've got it. Pack it up. Roll it up. Smoke it up. Spark it up. Smoke it up. For the J-Man. For the J-Man. He's definitely with us in spirit this weekend. We got to work on our timing with that. So that way, when I'm when I, we, we get that first poem, uh huh, it's in conjunction with the music. We got some uh, gold pills going out there in the scratches. Yep. Scratching's been released. So we started out the show talking about the dioxins in the soil in Ohio. And, you know, most of the Northeast. Nick has in his big black bong. That is a porn title. Yes, that is a porn title. Fuck yeah. I love it. Holy shit, that'd be a good porn too. Nick in his big black bong. I mean... Are you going to... Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to smoke it, then. That's not what I was thinking. No, I realized that because you went there. <laughs> and I stopped. That's how bad it was. Because y'all know I don't normally stop on shit like that. Ooh, okay. So that means you saw something. <laughs> anyway... Uh, our featured sponsor for tonight is Survival Essential Seeds. Go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with the promo code DEFIANT, get your seed packs, and they come in, in packages of like all the seeds you need for your garden. So, um, you know, you can get the, the smaller ones or the bigger ones, but, you know, it's not like you're just buying, you're buying things a la carte. You're buying it all in a big package. Um, like when we get our Survival Essential box, like it's a box with yeah. all the seeds I need for the season. Yes, are, are, is, is in you there. Get, you get you get a hundred plus seeds in a box. Yeah. I mean easy. No, no, per package. Per package. And then you get. I mean, you can get you know one hundred and fifty different. Yeah, you whatever. Get whatever you want, um, or however many. So uh, it's, and again, they're great. I had um, I had picked up another because I was trying out different seed companies last year, and. Uh, and I, I tried the survival essentials and I tried the family sewn. Um, and I had seeds left over from last year that I was using this year. And, and I got to say, like all my survival essential seeds sprouted. And I generally plant three or four seeds per cell if I'm doing it the second year because germination rates tend to be lower. With the other seeds that I used, like I, I used it for my eggplant. Um, I planted three seeds per cell in like, six cells, and like, I've only gotten two eggplants to sprout. Yeah, so she's she had a two and three, roughly. No, it was like two out of six. Two 18. Out of, yeah, eighteen, yeah. Two at like two out of eighteen. Yeah. I mean, that was terrible. The survival essentials. Every single one, I like. I'm like, shit. What am I going to do with all these tomatoes now? Because I have like four coming up in each cell. I honestly didn't expect that. So we're going to have a lot of tomatoes in containers as well as in the garden, which is fine. Um, but 
the point is, is that they come up. They and come up. They're they, pretty. They're they're pretty good. Like yeah, they're one very, of the biggest things is uh, she's got that indoor garden, and she uses the seeds in there too. Yeah, and she always has salad in there. So. I, I look at it this way. If you're going to go, you know, the, the reason I got on her about using the ones that she always uses is because that's what we use. And I, that's what's worked. I hate to sell you something that's stupid that fucking doesn't work. And then she uses this other shit that works all the time. That's yep. why her garden looks so green. So the same shit she uses, we're selling. Yep. So if you want seeds, Survive, go to Survival Essentials. Survival-essentials.com. Promo code Defiant saves you 10%. So go, go check them out. Cause I'll yeah. tell you what, it's there. It's so worth it. You know, I mean, you, you need storable food to get you through three to six months, depending on your growing season, where you are. Um, Cause it generally takes, you know, 90 to 120 days from depending on what it is. I mean, radishes take three weeks, but you can only, you can only, you know, sustain yourself on radishes for so long. Um, but I mean, you got to give yourself four months or so to actually grow something from seed to, to fruit. So you got to have struggle food for that time, but you got to have the seeds to grow. Once the shit hits the fan, if you don't already have seeds in the ground, like if you don't already have seeds ready to go in the ground or you, you start them inside, if you're in a place where it's still cold, like you y'all need to be growing your own food right now. I'm, I'm not even kidding about that because otherwise you're not going to survive. You have, uh, like, when you get this box, you have roughly a year's worth of planting in the box. When you get the box, what I recommend is do kind of what we did. <coughs> we bought three boxes at once, <coughs> right? Three boxes, different varieties at once. And the reason we did that is we can mix and match now. Yep. Now we can pull from here, pull from there, pull from there. But now we also have almost three years worth of planting it's alone. Actually two years worth of planting in each box because I, I only used half the seeds from each packet. I was using uh, them again this year my yeah. point is we have three years worth of planting just in seeds alone if we went just in those boxes without anything else and without collecting any other seeds because remember when you get your fruit you collect more seeds from yeah. that and then you go on to gather more seeds and add to your seed packets and as some of them fruit seeds are real easy to keep if you got a freezer um or if you have a cold dark damp place Everybody's got a cold, dark, damn place if you dig a hole. And you can put them in a cold, dark, damn place in a hole sealed in a bag that mm -hmm. they won't grow. They'll just sit down there. They'll be just fine. You can pull them out whenever you need them. It's that simple. It's not hard to, to take care of yourself if everything else goes to shit. Mm -hmm. Then you got to hunt because you need your protein. So you kill a deer. A deer will last you a fucking year. If you use every part of the deer, it'll last you a fucking year. So Leo Slayer said, our soil sucks here. We're on a river and the soil is so sandy. I'm not sure if we got anything from our garden last year. I mean, that's when you do, you know, raised beds with compost, um, container gardening. It, it's super easy to grow tomatoes and peppers. And I mean, you can grow an okra. You can grow almost anything in a container that you can grow in the ground. Actually, to Leo, to be honest with you, my brother, uh, he, my older brother, he lives on a river. And uh, I, uh, he asked me once about that. And there's a thing called, uh, it's, uh, they called it back in the day, it's called layered soiling. But there's a way to grow on even very, like, for instance, if she were to ever do a garden in our old house, we, where we used to live, we had extremely sandy soil. Oh, yeah. 
our soil. That's why I always container garden. Like the only way that I could grow grass in our yard was to do centipede grass because normal grass wouldn't take because it's way too sandy for that shit. Um, what I told him to do was uh, raise up a bed and then put a layer of concrete and then cover that and then build your raised bed around that. And when you do that, what you're doing is you're separating that sand and all you're putting in there is whatever compost or sand or mud or dirt or whatever you're putting in there is growing that bed. It has nothing to do with the soil below it anymore. Uh, now you do have to drill holes at different points just to let the water out of the bed. Uh, but if you do that, and he did a, uh, was it a tie bar bed? I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's like a, it's like a log bed. It looks like railroad tracks, and you tie them around. You put a, you drill a hole, and then you bury a, uh, the fuck is it? Uh, like a railroad spike, but it's longer. It's rebarb. rebarb. You bury rebarb through the corners. Uh, that cause it, it links it all together, but it also makes it watertight, which is kind of a bad deal when hmm. you kind of want water to escape. Yeah. So you got to drill holes at the lower end of the bed. But once you do that, that bed will grow anything you put in it. It's actually pretty amazing. Just a thought. Yep. And, I, and Sparky, you're right. Hydroponics. Most, a lot of people are getting into hydroponics. In fact, my mom, my mom's got a friend who has a whole huge hydroponic garden and she's like, I'm going to bring them over so that they can teach you how to grow your weed hydroponically. And I was like, okay, mom. <laughs> hydroponics. She's that, so funny. Remember, hydropo you're you right, Sparky. Stuff. Hydroponics is the way of the future. Salads, I, I do agree. But fruits. listen, listen, what does hydroponics require? Water, fresh water. No, requires electricity. You have to have light. Not, you have to have mm -hmm. a light source. You have to. But yeah, but you can do you can do hydroponics outside. You can. Like we could if, set up a hydroponic system on our deck. You're damn right we could. And, but if I lived in we, if we, we lived use, in like, Chicago right now, we mm -hmm. could not go set up a hydroponic system outside. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm saying is you need a light source. A, the, a lot of the reason that people do hydroponic growing is because they live in places like Alaska or yeah. they live in places like Canada because it's easier to grow or start your grow inside yep. and then move it outside when the weather turns. Mm -hmm. I, I, I understand all of that, but that requires a lot of electricity that when you don't have a generator or you don't have electricity because somebody decided to drop a nuke in the upper stratosphere and the EMP evaporated everything. Um, yeah. You're fucked. Yeah, Lindsay just said Mike Adams has a, has a directions. I, I agree. I believe in his um if you he live has a whole prep guide, like a whole like uh if you live South Carolina guide. and below, you are absolutely right. If you draw a line directly from South Carolina across to you know, whatever California. California. If you live below that line, you, you are absolutely south right. South the Mason Dixon line, you're good. We can fucking do that. But if you live in Chicago. What are you going to tell our friends that live in Canada? We got people in here from Canada. What are you going to tell them? Oh, I'm sorry for you, bro. I, I don't know what to tell you, eh? I, I, I guess that's what we'd say, but I, I'd have to say I don't want to solely rely on just hydroponics. You, It also requires electricity to run a pump. And you still need seeds. And, and at the end of the day, what do you always have enough of? Everybody's got enough of it. There's earth dirt, all around dirt you. And water. If you've got the dirt and the water, you can grow anything. Mm -hmm. Texas Trout, I, I was unsuccessful with the crack, uh, the crack key grow method, although I think I didn't do it right. So I'm going to try that again. 
that's where you do the uh yeah well, we had the them in the colored bath. yeah, yeah but i think jars. but i think it has to be full nutrient bath not just um like half and half yeah so i have to find the right nutrients to make that work that and again you know you're you're in that situation where you can't just use water and you know, you gotta, Where you gotta you find get it from. Exactly. You know, you you would have to develop that on your. your it's something own. you'd have to do. You know, you'd have to stock up for for the future. You know, buying the nutrient bath or whatever it was. I, I don't disagree learning it because yeah. I think it would be something that would be helpful in the future. But when you're just starting out, the best thing to do is to walk outside, throw some seeds on the ground, let them grow, pick mm -hmm. your fruit, live off of that for the meantime. And then work on that as you're building that up, I guess, would be the best way to do it. Yep. I, uh, cause yeah, everybody's saying happy fucking first day of spring. I'm looking around. I don't know. I went to work and my fucking nuts were frozen the side of my well, leg. It, it, it um, was fucking cold down here this morning. There they, was no spring day to They here. said on the news this morning that last night was the last cold night of the season, which tells me that they got, you know. Tomorrow night. Tonight. What about tonight? No, tonight it's going to be in the 40s. Last no. night was like 36. Yeah, no, tonight. It's supposed, it's supposed to be like 37 again. tonight. Nope. Uh, I double check your, your weather because now you listen to that liberal news again. Let me check. Yeah, well, they're the ones that get the freaking notifications from Harp. Come on. Oh, uh, good point. Exactly. 41 tonight. Oh, oh. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow is going to be 54. By Friday, it's going to be 62 overnight. Overnight, 83 during the day. Hmm. So, yeah, that's it. The, that was the, the last cold night. Oh, so they got their latest update. From they got our, their latest update from, from the right. weather modification centers. So. Uh, How dare you. Anywho, all right. Well, speaking of how dare you, this is freaking how dare funny. you. So this is kind of a blast from the past, but we didn't for some reason they didn't broadcast this initially. We didn't see this initially. Um, but, I know what this is. I but apparently, exactly um, Fauci and Muriel Bowser were going around in 2021. Yeah, talking to um, people on the street, specifically like bringing vaccines to their houses. Going, can I stick a poison needle in your arm? Watch how this went. What they said, but watch, it was, watch how this went. Very funny. If you were to get infected, you could pass it on to them. So you're actually protecting your family by getting vaccinated. Well, well I heard that it doesn't um, cure it and it doesn't um, stop you from getting it. No. So on the very, very, very rare chance that you do get it, even if you're vaccinated. It's a very, you don't even feel sick. It's like you don't even know you got infected. It's very, very good at protecting you. Just the Anacostia, so get up okay. there. Okay. All right, Thank see you later. Thank you. The people in America are not settled with the information that's been given to us right now. So I'm not gonna be lining up taking a shot on a vaccination for something that wasn't clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot in miraculous time. It takes years to but create vaccination. Well, it, it used to take years. Okay, it used to. You know how you know how many years were invested in this in this approach? About twenty years of science to get us to be able to years do it. Not good. enough. And nine months is definitely not no. enough for nobody to be taking no vaccination that yeah. you all came up with. The only yeah. reason I'm talking to you right now, as close as we are, 
is that I've been vaccinated. Right. But if it allow thousands of people like you don't get vaccinated, you're going to let this virus continue to percolate in this country and in this Something world. Something like the common flu then, right? And, and not like, not it's like much the more flu. serious than the flu. Though. Well, the flu killed a lot of people annually yeah. too. You know how many people died of the flu the last year? I mean, not this year, virtually none, but the previous year, about 20 to 30,000. You know how many people have died from COVID-19 in the United States? 600,000 Americans. Well, you, well, that, well the, the number that you all giving that died, that's, that's once again, that's you all's number. You gonna pass. Yeah, definitely. Because right. when, when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, there's something else going on with that. Something yeah. else, it's something I, else Everybody here didn't get an incentive. You know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and protecting the city. Well, but that's, I, I, well, I won't it's keep so, doing it's anymore. It's okay because my y'all campaign is about fear. It's about inciting fear in people. You all attack people with fear. That's what this pandemic is. It thunder, 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 thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. <laughs> fuck, give that man a goddamn gold star. <laughs> he is my new hero. Right? He was screaming the absolute talking points right back at him. And what did they do? They shuddered, they fell, and they fucking walked Dude, off. the look on her face was amazing. Was priceless. That guy is my, he, oh my yeah, God. What he you know got, what? No, no, no. Fuck Thunder. That. I know. Thunder. Thunder. Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck. So that's a three for because he, holy he got shit. Fauci, he got Fauci and Mural Browser to admit three important things. Oh. There. Three. Three. One, there is something else going on. Yep. You're right. There is something else going on. Yep. Muriel Bowser said that. Number Dr. two. Dr. Fauci said Fauci that. Fauci said, Oh, well, no one uh, virtually no one died last year of the flu. <laughs> no one. Why is that? Weird. And then Fauci said, do you know how long we've been working on this for? 20, 20 years. years. 20 years. Three key pieces of information. I'm sorry. When when did I say this started? 2012. 20 years ago. 2012. Hello. Yeah, and then you saw him run up the side street there. I'm sorry. Fucking A, that guy is my hero. Oh, yeah. He is somebody that is tuned in, tuned on. He knows what's going on. That motherfucker, he is my newest hero. Holy shit. Yeah. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless your family. Uh, I, I hope one day to be right next to you standing somewhere. I'm pretty sure you know where that is, but holy shit. Okay. Fuck. That was oh, that, epic. Yep. Hold, that still has me charged. I want <laughs> thunder, 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 thunder. Kicks. Get the fuck oh, out of here! Oh. God. All right. He does too. He does. He wears Germany. You're damn right, Sparky. He had a German fucking Nat World uh, World Cup World fucking Cup jersey on. Jersey yeah. on. Holy shit! I, I noticed that too. That's hysterical. That All motherfucker. Right. Let me. I, that guy. Justin would be losing his shit right now. Going, look at that man. If I was him, holy shit, I would have punched Fauci. 
Yeah. <sighs> yeah. All right. Um, so this this is uh since we're we're in COVID now. Go ahead and play this one. I already pulled it. Yeah, he's not, he's not. <laughs> he's not running around going, I am the science. You don't know what you're talking about. I am the science. My name is Dr. Anthony Fauci. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we never saw that plate. I wonder why. I don't know. That's weird. It is weird. We never made any airtime on yeah. PBS. And who and who mm-hmm. did release it? That's a good question, Lex. No, no idea. idea. No idea. Yep. Hmm. China's challenges. Wix, I hope you and Gerby are doing well. Weather was beautiful here again today. Freezing cold this morning. Cold this morning. It's been, it was a beautiful day, though. What do they do? I don't understand. Why didn't they? You had Stefan Bensel, who was on with us last week, was it, who said that they've been We're talking ready. to them about bringing some mRNA vaccines over. The White House has said that they would have given them some of the vaccines if they just asked for it. Why not prepare your population Because they do everything better. better. And they don't need our stinking vaccine. This is the great, great mystery. I have spoken with several people who have, are very connected to the degree that any American can be with the leadership of China and asked this very question. Why won't they take the mRNA? And they shrug. They put up their hands. They say, we have no idea. Why not? I understand the respect for the elderly and the Chinese culture. I get that. I understand why that would lead to some of these COVID lockdowns for a longer period of time. But in the meantime, if that was really what this was about, you would have done something to protect that population and bring them something to make sure that they'd be okay. Eventually. You know, this is one of the, the criticisms. Um, if I think if we all look back, the whole world looks back uh, at the way we handled COVID, we decided that we were going to try to protect everyone. Yeah. And in retrospect, we should have focused very much on the, on the elderly. And, and the immunocompromised. And the immunocompromised. Right. Exactly. So why aren't the Chinese hey, taking the well, mRNA? Wait a minute. Did, did you see the COVID eye? Oh, yeah. Well, he just said they don't need our, he said they no, don't need no, our no, stinking no. vaccines. Look at her. Look at her. Hold on. Let me, <coughs> hold on. Let me go right <coughs> here. Watch this. Watch this end part here. All right, I'm going to fucking bring this down to nothing. Just watch her face. Because I love it when we drop the sound from them and you're just watching her. Just watch her eyes. Watch the COVID eye. The Pfizer eye? Yeah, she's got the Pfizer eye. The left eye droops way lower than the right one. And twice she looks at the camera. She's got one half open, one half closed. And she's like, ah. I was like, holy shit. Is your brain rebooting? Is your brain rebooting? She's like, ah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I think her brain was rebooting. Okay. So. COVID eye. COVID eye. Okay. And this was. Um, is, that, is that what I thought it was? Oh, yeah. Here you go. Okay. <sighs> what is this? Uh, Interesting. Well, yeah, the, the FBI is uh, fighting on behalf of Pfizer. What? Oh, yeah, listen. listen. Fight back. Yeah, do, you, do you have plans to hurt anybody? I meant by refusing their shots. So we have to ask that's you how you fight back. Right, we okay. just have to clarify. Okay, well, that's what I meant. Okay. Do I have intentions to hurt anybody? No, I don't. 
We have no plans of executing or carrying out. How can you execute a corporation? It's not a human being. So you have no plans on executing Pfizer? No, because you Pfizer can't physically do it. It was a joke. You can harm buildings. You can. There's plenty of things you can do to harm a corporation. That's why we're here to ask you. You have no intention to harm a corporation or, or doing anything to dis destroy, cause destruction to any of the facilities. No, ma'am, I don't. You're here representing Pfizer. So, uh, okay, so when this happens, folks. so she she put a, a she put out a tweet saying to fight back against Pfizer, mm -hmm. meaning don't take the shots, do mm -hmm. do not comply, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Which she just clarified mm -hmm. there. The FBI came and questioned her about her tweet. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, uh, really quick. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, in that situation, when an FBI agent approaches you under that guise, okay, because they're not going to talk to you the same way a police officer is going to talk to you. 90% of the time, police officers are going to talk to you. They're going to read you your Miranda warning, okay? Because anything you say at that point, anything point past that point, you can be held, you know, to account for your crime. Mm -hmm. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. Same thing's true with an FBI agent. FBI agent comes walking up, talking to you. You say, I, you can talk to my attorney. I'm not answering any of your questions. You can talk to my attorney. And you walk the fuck away. You can do that. It is legal. They cannot do anything to you. It is legal. If they have enough to hold you, they will arrest you right there. Mm-hmm. Cuts to the chase. See what I'm getting at? No bullshit. If they do, 190% of the time, they don't. They think you're too retarded to say, no, I would like to take my constitutional protection under the Constitution and request that of a lawyer. And you can't talk to me until a lawyer gets here. Period. Yep. Oh, and by the way, don't do not talk to the cops without an attorney. Ever. I don't have the money for a lawyer, so it'll obviously have to be court appointed. Mm -hmm. hmm. So when does that happen? Oh, when you go to court. Guess what the cops can't do to you after that point? Talk to you. Because mm. that's considered harassment or intimidation. There you go. Just letting you know. Mm-hmm. And if they do follow you and they do pursue you, go to a public space and call them out as loud as you can. And film it if you can. Yes. Do it. Do it. Like she film was their obviously faces. filming covertly. names. No, no. I guarantee she started filming and they told her to dump it and put it in the sand. They, you want to film? That's fine. You can film everything we say, but you have to edit our faces. You can't. Mm. I guarantee they told her that. Because they're not allowed to tell her that she can't film. Because it goes against even the common safety practices this day, these days, when a plainclothes police officer talks to you. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. There are rules about that. We have to follow certain rules. Mm -hmm. A plainclothes police officer, you have no idea whether they're a real cop or not. And they tell you right now... A lot of kids, I guess, in the communities 
as the liberals like to put it, or as like the Republicans like to say in the black communities, the kids that are having those conversations with their the fathers, they're being told, hey, look, if you get into a stop with a police officer, turn your camera on your phone. Leave it out of the hand sight, but turn your camera on your phone. I recommend everybody to do that. Oh, yeah. I don't trust a fucking soul. Turn your camera on your phone. Record everything. But listen to me. Put your hands on top of your steering wheel. Okay? You want to have your license out? That's fine. Put your license and your hands on top of your steering wheel. And don't move them. Leave them there. Ask for permission to move them. If they tell you to open the door, reach across with your right hand across your left arm and open the door and follow their instructions. If you do all of that, trust me. When Those you're, cops don't want to fuck around and find out When your civil rights are violated, okay, you're going to make out like a bandit. Trust me. You're going to make out. They pay out. Civil rights cases are horrible, especially when you have it on videotape. Mm. Ooh, they're ugly. They're real ugly. But if you comply and everything's, you do everything by the book and they lash out at you, hmm, trust me, that's what I'm going to do. They come to talk to us. Hey, I'll comply. I will comply to a point. And at that point, <coughs> I ain't going to comply no more. Mm -hmm. Remember, if it's driving, it's one thing. If they come to my house, you want to talk to me? You can stand on the road and talk to me. Until I, until our attorney gets here and he lives in Chicago. I, I can stand on the driveway. And guess what? I have a house to fall back to and it's a lot more comfortable. Mm -hmm. yep. You don't want to come on my property. Yeah, we'll stick peanut butter on you. <laughs> That's not the chicken either. <laughs> Just so you're aware. Oh. It's what my son's nickname to it after I started playing with it. What is that? All right. What is this? Oh, watch this. Is anybody else seeing this? Mm. Tell me a little bit about how chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine first came into your point of view. You know, I wish I'd never heard of chloroquine, the hydroxychloroquine. I believe it was March 23rd, I got a call from Secretary Azar's chief counsel. The White House wanted us to move quickly on making this drug available. At my direction, the federal government is working to help obtain large quantities of chloroquine. I called my scientific team in Varda and they said, no way. There was no data to support that they had any benefit against the coronavirus. They pushed back, but Dr. Cadillac reiterated that directive to us and said, get on it, get it done. We came up with the option of an emergency use authorization. We could put boundaries in it, restrict the drug to only be used in people who were hospitalized and I was proud of our team for coming up with that compromise that we thought would protect Americans. According to the FDA, anecdotal reports suggest that these drugs may offer some benefit. There was not a scientific reason to push either one of those drugs. It was about six days after that EUA, I woke up to an email string that had our Assistant Secretary for Health 
our director of FEMA, our ASPR, Dr. Cadlick, and the FDA all saying we need to flood the streets of New York and New Jersey with that drug as quickly as possible. And in that email discussion, someone was brave enough. They said, but wait a minute. The EUA says for hospitalized patients only. And they said, no, it needs to go into the pharmacies. It needs to go out everywhere. The EUA doesn't matter. Push the drug out now. I lost it. I lost all respect for that chain of command. Nope. No amnesty. I don't care how much you come no out now. No amnesty. Dr. Bright it. made the decision to kill early COVID treatment that may have ended COVID. No, no amnesty. Nope. He came up with the EUA. He's just coming out which now. Was literally Why? pulled out of his ass. No, no. He's defending his actions. I, I know. He they pulled because remember, Trump had already signed a uh an executive order allowing doctors to use off label, label medication medication for other for other things treatments. Yes, yes correct so there was no need for an eua for hydroxychloroquine they only did that in order to limit its usage they only did that to limit its usage and then they fell back on it so that they could extend COVID and kill a million people murder murder straight murder. up it's murder straight up murder. that's all it is is yep. murder absolutely it's actually uh murder with aforementioned intent and because if hydroxychloroquine had proven successful in treating COVID, which we know it does they would not have been able to get the emergency use authorization for the COVID vaccine um bioweapon see and this is this is where my other problem with everything with this is especially you know god bless you i'm not 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 trying to pick a fight with you trump supporters but seriously when it comes to the trump thing think about this all right you mean to tell me trump did so many multi-million dollar deals did so many deals so many deals you know when he was just a you know fucking construction conglomerate mm -hmm. and you mean to tell me he missed in the eua that the only time that hydroxychloroquine was allowed to be used was in hospitalized environments he missed that he missed that after he said that this was the most important treatment out there mm -hmm. he missed that so so what you're telling me is the most important thing to Donald Trump. And he came out and he said, fuck, hydroxychloroquine is the best drug you can use for this. And he stood up behind it. But he never read the details of the but somehow he, he missed in the EUA. They slipped it in that it could only be used in severe cases in hospitalized treatment facilities. Mm -hmm. hmm. Anyway, I, I, well, that, that led to them pushing the jab and that led to this this morning. So let's, I, I'm just let's, asking, um, just asking for we, a friend. We talked about this my this friend morning Lindsay. about this, um, this poor reporter who had a uh, random case of uh, Komodo dragon on, on Without air. being hit with anything. And I'm going to, we're going to slow the video down. Uh, we're going to see if there, we see any impression on her chest at any point where there's any compression that maybe we could say it's Komodo dragon. I'm pretty sure you don't see that, but we'll see. Let's take a look. Let's let's take a watch. Mm -hmm. We'll watch this in slow-mo, probably in rerun too. So just so you're aware. 
This is in Los Angeles, by the way. Counties at 7 on CBS, streaming on CBS News Los Angeles. I'm Rachel Camp. And I'm Michelle Medina in for Sheba. Who is ready for some sunshine? I know I am. Let's start off with a check of your next weather with meteorologist Alyssa Carlson. She joins us live in the studio. Alyssa, this really is the calm before the storm. Not again. (laughs) No. Oh. You know, we're going to go ahead and go to break right now. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. We'll be right back. All right, so really quick, let's watch that again in super slow-mo for the camera. Does anybody ever see her get hit in the chest by anything? Get hit in the chest by anything. We're going to play this in super slow-mo real quick. All right, I'm not seeing anything. Didn't see the shirt move a little bit. No, no, no. Her eyes went closed there. Her face got a little wonky. You see how the right right cheek's a little yeah. higher than the left? You see how that face just kind of went, oh, there like go the hands. Down. So now she's making the tripod position, which is what we like to call right before you pass the fuck out. And uh, then she kind of moves the hand. And then look at the eyes go up and to the left, up. Yeah, that is a definite case oh. of Komodo corditis or whatever and the fuck it's called. Komodo dragon. Boom. And then she's I down. mean, she might have hit her head as she fell, but she was already on her way down. Yeah, she used to work for. Uh, anyway, she had a stroke. She had the uh, used to work for the Weather Channel. Yeah. Um, big, big time chick with um, what's his name? Uh, Jim Cantori there. Mm-hmm. Old fucking hurricane man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 And yeah. News keep, Newsmax keeps pushing a booster. Yep. Yep. Everybody's pushing yeah. it. Everybody yeah. see that? That's the worst part. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's see. Do we have time for one more? Um, go to uh, go to go two down. That one. Yep. That's a quick one. Because uh, as as if drunk drivers weren't bad enough. Now we've been talking about accidents. We've referred to accidents all occasionally. Um, a lot of single car accidents going on. I know, I know. Um, so uh, kind of got a win here. Here, here's here's the here's here's the Mick win. I, honestly, this is kind of a Mike Adams win because he was the first one to talk about accidents. Not really. We kind of led that one off when we started talking about people in planes by themselves. No, he was talking about it well before then. Oh, okay. Yeah, like two years it's ago. 10 o'clock in the morning on a busy suburban street and a BW <gasps> truck begins drifting into the bike lane. Within seconds, it mounts the footpath, charging through a road sign and a light pole. Barreling through an intersection, it then wipes out a bus shelter, fences and trees, just stopping short of a house. The entire terrifying event captured on Paul Brackley's car dash cam. Completely lost control and he was coming right into me. So I put my foot on the accelerator to get away, started crashing into things, and I then immediately pulled up. Um, and then I ran back and helped the guy out of the truck. The truck driver, a 31-year-old man from New South Wales, was slumped over in the front seat. He had blood on his face, but he looked okay apart from that. The driver was taken to hospital, telling Paul he'd just fainted at the wheel, explaining why the runaway rig showed little sign of slowing for so heart-stoppingly long. Four days later and residents are still faced with a massive clean-up here, but it all could have been much worse. Miraculous, no one was killed. Miraculous. Kelly Hughes, 9 News.
How many more times is that going to happen, though, before somebody is killed? Oh, yeah. That's my question, because that's scary shit right there. Yeah. Imagine trying to stop one of those. No. Yeah, no. You don't stop one of those. I mean, he took out a fucking a bus stop and like a... It's like a, a fucking a, out of control tank. A, no shit. I mean, that's a... You, you don't, mm-hmm. t- you don't stop that shit. Okay. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow because yep. we have lots more clips because I had like four or five days worth sitting in there. Um, although we did, we did get through a few folders. Get through a couple. Okay. So, um, and uh, I will have uh, the third version, the third part of Enoch that Substack coming out uh, probably tomorrow morning because the video is compressing today. Just finished processing a little bit ago, um, along with uh, some other Substacks as I put out in the the one saying that uh, stay tuned for a plethora. Um, I'm going back through old clips and I'm I'm going to try and put them essentially in foldies. I'm going to make Substack foldies. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna organize the clips by topic and put them out. Um, you know, I'll just put as many clips in until the point where Substack tells me it's too long for email and out it'll go. Perfect. So, um, so yeah, so, and it'll go back a ways cause you know, we don't want to memory hold these things. So, um, you know, we can, we can review. So yeah, either way, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back 545 tomorrow night for mm-hmm. Leanna's lounge, 6 PM mm-hmm. for the show. And, uh, hopefully she'll be on tomorrow morning. Yes. Hopefully. Yep. Um, she hasn't gotten on yet, so it's a little worrisome, mm-hmm. but, uh, I'm, I'm sure she will figure it out mm-hmm. either way. Keep your hatchet sharp, um, your powder dry and your ball ready because, uh, shit's about to kick off peeps times. They are a changing. You got it either way. Yep. Uh, we will see you back here tomorrow night uh, mm-hmm. for the Mick. And Lynn. Have a great night. Uh, make sure you tune in over to Josh, the Red Pill Project. Yep, he's coming up as next. He's f- coming up next. So uh, we'll talk to you later, peeps. Have a great night, fuckers, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Michael Jackson, you can be F-A-A
Oh, I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. I ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty South with a truck seat eye and he straight pipes loud. We need man up or sit your ass down. We done talking. Fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom. Fuck the welfare. Now I don't need them. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out.